podcast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. We're a day late, but we're hoping to make it up to you today with a great show. My name is Andy Spateri, joined as always by Allison Aletha. Al, how you doing? I am, um, I'm just gonna say I'm fine. <laughs> I feel like I'm running out of time for everything and anything, so I'm kind of like in this weird phase of like spazzing, but calm. I don't know, it's weird. I'm fine though. <laughs> well, that that's good. It's, it's better very... than not. It's better than unfine, I guess. It was very confusing, but it's fine. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm about the same. I uh, we had we had wedding stuff going on this weekend. The big day is about a month away, so uh, yeah. Every every day is like super busy. My puppy Link is now um, eight months old. Tomorrow, Aww. or by the time you're listening to this, he will be eight months old exactly. And for anybody that's ever had a puppy, you know that like seven, eight, nine, ten months is like their terrible two phase. Like every day I'm just exhausted because he's he's like go, go, go until uh like ten o'clock where he just crashes. Oh my gosh. But I'm great. Other than that. <laughs> so the gist is that we're fine. But we're yeah, struggling. We're fine. But we're fine. <laughs> uh we're fine, but we're looking sharp. And maybe that's one of the reasons why we're so fine. Ooh. We're looking sharp because we finally Finally, after such a long time of trying to get this off the ground, we finally have Champions Cast merchandise available at the official Zelda Dungeon Etsy shop. There is a whole schwack of different designs. We've got the Champions Cast logo available in blue, red, black, white, or any color that you can probably think of that you'd want on a t-shirt. You have that logo available. There is a great pixelated version of of Allison and myself that our dear friend Lulu uh, was good enough to design for us. That's available over on the Zelda Dungeon Etsy store as well. Plus a few uh, other shirts as well specific to you and to I. Allison, tell everybody about the Talus Gym. Okay, um, so the Talus Gym is my team shirt design for the marathon. Uh, our good friend Joel uh, over at Linktober helped me design it, and I like it's it's so cool looking. It's got this big old talus on it. It's awesome, and it's gonna be my team shirt for forever. And uh, it I, I think it looks really cool. It also has a bunch of colors. And this year I did tank tops, so I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, there we go. Tank tops is the way to go. I actually uh, I ordered a hoodie of the talus gym, and I also I ordered that hoodie. To go along with my Moblin Club hoodie, you can get that official Moblin Club design, designed by yours truly. Um, you are going to look super cool joining the Moblin Club, and uh, that's not all. There is a Canadian Nightmare t-shirt there for all of you Canadians out there listening to this show, all like 10 of you that listen <laughs> to this show from Canada. Um, you could go and grab your Canadian Nightmare t-shirt, and if you really want, uh, you could take the 316 Vintage smoking moblin skull shirt this is designed after the classic stone cold steve austin smoking skull shirt so it is super cool i designed all these myself man so uh you know get, show me some love show show the moblin club some love show your colors check out the talus gym support the show buy a t-shirt that would be so awesome we're gonna share uh everyone that's bought the t-shirt if you're on twitter we will retweet you and and give you a, a big old thumbs up and a virtual hug so that is the Zelda Dungeon uh, Etsy official store. That link is going to be permanently in the show description here. So uh, you are going to be the coolest dude or dudette on your block wearing one of these shirts. Isn't that right? Yes, 
I'm super excited. Seriously, if you guys ever buy one of these shirts, heck, if you buy any of the other team shirts from all the other uh, amazing staff people, please, please, please tweet at us. I want to see them. Yeah, we should we should uh, we should also throw out our buddy Gooey Fame's T-shirts. Yeah. He has like this like really sick like Roman Reigns looking T-shirt. It makes him look like such a tough guy. He also has a very charming uh, like dungeon. It's kind of inspired after Gooey's Dungeon Dive, which is a great podcast that you guys should be listening to. By the way, our pal Gooey is uh, kind of analyzing every single dungeon in the Legend of Zelda series. So that's been quite the journey, and I believe that uh, he just started with Majora's Mask, so check that out. But yeah, he's got a ton of cool stuff over there, uh, some cool t-shirts or whatever, so there, there's so much good stuff, more than you can shake a stick at. Check out the description, check out the store, and, uh, you know, show show the podcast some love. That is that is uh, the best way that you can support the show right now, so uh, we would, we'd love to see it, but I'm sure that you guys listening would love for us to stop shilling <laughs> and get to why we're here today. We are reviewing Skyward Sword hd it's finally time it's finally here it's finally out i uh so i guess we should i guess we should say al we're not like finished the game yet no. i think um you're you're at what about the i'm at Lene mining facility what about you i am like in the middle of the elden region i only played about four hours uh i haven't had time to continue but that's like right. that's in one sitting i was just i was going for it and it's so much fun i can't wait to start talking about it Right, so we, we're going to be reviewing the game. Of course, uh, both Allison and I have played through Skyward Sword before. It's dungeons, it's music, it's story. We we both love the game. Um, but what we're here to do today is more so talk about the changes yeah. that, you know, Skyward Sword HD actually um, implemented in the game. And I think that most of those changes are fairly apparent within the first hour. Yeah. Like, you, you can really... You can basically tell everything that they did. You know, there's not really any extra content added. It's more so just like one quality of life change after another after another. So we're, we're going to talk about that uh, in great detail today. But, you know, before we do, man, I just like, I just love Skyward Sword. It had been a few years for me, actually, since I've played this game. It's one of my favorite Zelda games. But I, I feel like it's one of those ones where, like, you don't want to overplay it, or at least to me. Because, like, the, the story is such a big driving part of the game and why I love it for me. So, like, coming in sort of fresh, if that makes sense. Like, you want to forget a little bit about it and then kind of re-experience it again. I just, like, this game just makes me smile, like, so much. Like, everything from the title screen to just the setting of, of uh, Skyloft. Just everything about this game I just, like, absolutely love. It's so whimsical. It just it, it puts a smile on my face. So, you know, I, I'm going to try and be as you know, level-headed and, and critical of, of where some of this game deserves criticism, and there are parts that do, but I I mean, I'm having a blast. I'm absolutely loving this so far. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I do have some parts that I'm kind of nitpicky about, and I actually have some speedrunning insight as well, as far as I am at least, so I can give you some of that, but I'm on the same boat. Like, as soon as I saw the opening screen and um, especially some of the opening cutscenes, I was just like, God, this looks so good. Like I, I know some people don't see it, but I do like the, the people who yeah. really love this game do. So there is a difference. Let's start there actually, okay. because I, I was floored. I couldn't believe how good Skyward Sword HD looks. Like if you've seen the trailer, the trailer did not do this game justice at mm -hmm. all. 
Uh, like, do you agree? I agree. I actually said, so I was streaming it on Friday, and I I literally said, if you're not seeing this in front of your face with your own eyes, versus n not on, like, Twitch, not on Twitter, nothing. If you're not seeing it with your own eyes, you're not seeing how good it actually looks. That's how I feel about it. I, I, I don't know what I was expecting, because, like, you know, the trailer, it looked good, and, like, I really, I always loved the way the Skyward Sword looked. I kind of loved the pastel-y art style, and, like, it, it was very colorful and very, uh, it was very personable to me, and, you know, a nice departure from, you know, thou sh which shall not be named, which we all know about, but <laughs> I, man, when I saw this in action, I was in, like, I was just running around in Skyloft, and, like, the, the clouds were going, and the, it, it just looked phenomenal, like, like phenomenal I, I couldn't i couldn't believe it because when i saw the trailer i was like yeah okay maybe this looks a little bit better but like I, for me i didn't really care about the graphics they were good enough to me on the wii but uh, yeah I, I just i really noticed the difference um you know firing it up and just running around and and flying in the sky it's like it's like wow th this looks like really good like a better surprisingly good better than i thought it was gonna look based on the trailers Yes. So, um, one of here's one of the things I'm kind of critical about, and it's not really like a critique. It's just it's setting an expectation for people who are still on the fence about it. This is this kind of um, change that they've made, or update, or uh, visual, you know, progress that they made with this HD version. It's kind of similar to what they did with Twilight Princess. So. Everything in Twilight Princess HD still looks the same. The designs are the same. The shapes are the same. You know, the flatness of the people's faces and some of the scenery is still there, but it's just, like, enhanced and the details are enhanced. It's the same with Skyward Sword. So it's less grainy. If you've played on the Wii recently, you know how grainy Skyward Sword was. So it's completely – it's very crisp now, but the shapes are still the same. The trees still look, like – they're cardboard cutouts of trees, <laughs> unfortunately. But I'm just like I'm just saying this is the expectation that you should know. It looks great, but they 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 only enhance the imagery. They didn't change much of anything else, just like they did with Twilight Princess HD. Oh, okay. I have to stop you right there. Twilight Princess HD. <laughs> they you can see more of that game, and that's like seeing. A rotten sandwich that has mold on it but you can see it very clearly now you can really see all the bacteria oh and the larva moving around to this rotten sandwich whereas skyward sword hd you can see crystal clear now and it's like you can see the the juice on the steak the salt sizzling on the grill on that steak that's <laughs> Oh, man, uh, this this game just looks so good. Listen, I'm not I should have used a different example for Andy Spateri over here, ugly TP extraordinaire, but I'm just saying like it I'm not comparing the visuals of the two. I'm just saying that the upgrade is the same. Does that make sense? I I understand what you're saying. I'm just making the point that, you know, to to your credit, what you were saying is very true. Sometimes that can be a good thing, sometimes it can be a bad thing. Sometimes you don't want to see more. Sometimes you do. <laughs> okay, I understand. <laughs> um, you know, in addition to how good this game looks, it runs great too. It runs really smooth, mm -hmm. uh, 60 frames per second. It's it's running like a dream. Um, you really notice it with... Uh, so I'm at Lanayru right now, and um, you really notice just kind of how fluid it is. 
when you're hitting the time shift stones and like how how nice of a change that is compared to the Wii, which like from from my recall, and you probably have a better you know uh, authority on this than I do, Al. But like when you hit those, it was like kind of janky a little, a just lag. a little bit. Like it would kind of creep up in little increments, yeah. you know the the sudden change. Whereas this is just very smooth. Um, everything is just running really smoothly as, and, and I mean, as it should, but, uh, it, I've noticed it as well and it's, it's nice. Yeah. I haven't personally seen the time shift stone, uh, situation yet. I do know there is a lag in the Wii version. Um, but I've heard, uh, that the colors are amazing and they look super, super great. Like, you know how yeah. colorful the past is and just the colors just really pop and yeah, the transition is a lot smoother. Yep, it, it, it again, it just looks really, really nice. It looks really crisp. Um, very, very happy with the game's performance and the way it looks so far. But let's uh, let's talk about, I guess, what everybody really wants to talk about, Al. I'm probably about eight hours into the game. Okay. I played, I played about three hours with standard motion controls, and I've done five hours with button-only controls. Wow. And, I, and I think that's... I think that's the topic that everybody, you know, really wants to hear the opinion on. So let's start off with the motion controls. Um, I think that for me, I, I think that the motion controls are better than they were in uh, in the Wii or on the Wii, I should say rather. Um, but the it, it's not like they're like amazingly better. Like they're mostly still the same. But the big benefit for me is like. You don't have to set up your stupid uh, Wiimote sensor bar, which my cat Zora ate two of during my <laughs> Wii's lifetime. So that's a huge plus. Um, you don't have to to dig out, you know, if you play Skyward Sword on the Wii U, uh, you don't have to dig out your Wii U gamepad and your and your sensor bar and your Wiimote and stuff like that. It's just like you turn on your Switch and you've just got the Joy-Cons in your hand. Uh, they work as good, if not better, I've found. There is a few areas that I have had a little bit of trouble with, which I'll elaborate on in a sec. But I think that the motion controls so far feel, you know, pretty good. And and for me, it's really just the convenience of not having all that other garbage that you have to set up to go along with it. Uh, yes. So I 100% agree with that. And I think this is uh, based on the response I've been seeing mostly on Twitter and actually some on TikTok as well. This, the way you're going to feel about the motion controls, unfortunately, is going to be based on how you felt on the, about them before. I was really hoping that people would get on board with them. Uh, trying it new with the HD, but it kind of seems like it kind of seems like it's still split. So so far for me, I think the the um, motion controls with the Joy-Con are perfect. Like uh, the in which it it was the perfect console to put the the motion controls on because the Joy-Con mm -hmm. work virtually the same as the Motion Plus for the Wiimote. Um, I really like the uh, there's more pronounced like vibration in the joy con for when you're doing stuff which i really enjoy um i feel like the sword runs smoothly and rolling and and such runs really smoothly as well my only problem that i saw like i didn't have too many problems the only problem i had was aiming with the gyro in certain items right well you know how you fix that you just turn that right off you turn the gyro off <laughs> uh yeah, you know, I can't remember actually if I did this in button-only mode or if I did it before, but I, I just I hate aiming with uh, with gyro controls, so I, I yeah I just turn them off. 
Gotcha. Well, I wonder if that is something you could do with motion controls. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to see because my my issue with it is with the Wemo, it was pretty smooth. Your aiming moved really kind of smoothly, but for some reason mm -hmm. with the Joy-Con, if you start moving towards any edge of the screen, it zooms off in that direction. I slowed my camera down to kind of slow it down a bit, and it was okay, but it's still kind of janky. It just was kind of annoying because if I'm trying to aim at something with my slingshot you know, and it's zooming off to the right when I am not trying to go in that direction, it, it can be really obnoxious, and I'm honestly a little bit worried about the bow, which needs more precise aiming. Right. Well, that's that's fair. Um, I, I know that you can turn it off and button only. I'm thinking that's where I must have done mm -hmm. it, but uh, I, I didn't have too hard of a problem with the slingshot using it, so uh, the slingshot, of course, isn't as precise, but... Uh, I'll, I'll give it another go when I get to um, the bow parts. I do have, I have two criticisms of the motion controls, or maybe just a, a point where I got really stuck. Um, I was, so I was following Fee and I was pulling out the goddess sword and I could not, I could not for the life of me get this thing out. I was getting kind of flustered and like it was saying to, uh, to like, hold your so if you got your your joy-con in your hand it was saying to like flatten it out and then raise it back up and i was like like i had it upside down back forth left right i was like spinning it in circles and i was like what is happening here like why can i not get this thing out and somehow i finally like finagled it out but i was literally just about to get up off my couch and and go and or switch it over to uh to button only mode <laughs> um but that was like that was really the only time where i was having a real issue I was I was resetting the uh, like the Joy-Con to the center, and it, it still just would not go and would not go, and uh, that was the only time where I felt kind of frustrated with it. Another thing, and I don't know if anyone out there has experienced this, and if you have, and there's a way to fix it, get at me. But so you know how like the the game will tell you like uh, it'll show you a Joy-Con and like you need to shake it or do something with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, it, it shows a Joy-Con, and let's just say that the left Joy-Con pops up, and the Joy-Con on the screen will be blue, but my left Joy-Con is red. Oh. <laughs> so, like, I'm I'm using my blue one, and I'm like, oh, god damn it, this is the wrong side again. And I'm like, I'm getting all crisscrossed, and, like, it, it wasn't quite muscle memory to me yet using the Joy-Con, so, like... I was just like, God, there, there must be a way to, like, switch colors or something. And then I went back to my home screen, and I'm like, okay, well, like, this one says that my, like, I was looking down, I'm like, okay, well, my left Joy-Con is red, and my right Joy, or my right Joy-Con is blue, just like they are in real life. Like, this is fine. But the game, for whatever reason, just has them, like, crisscross applesauce. So I was like, I was just like, oh, this, this is kind of annoying, but, you know, it's not a deal breaker by any means, because, like, eventually, I think muscle memory will kick in, but... I was like, man, I, I wish there was a way to change this. I guess I can understand that um, that issue if I hadn't played the game in so long as you had. But I definitely had muscle memory for the game, so it wasn't the colors aren't that noticeable to me. The only thing, the only problem I have with the colors is they're not the colors that I have of my Joy-Con. Right. But that, yeah. That's like that's that's nitpicky. But as far as pulling the sword out, I think that's really interesting that you had trouble with it because that's something that the Wii had trouble with, with the, the Motion Plus, was pulling the sword out because you had to turn it upside down. And I always felt like the Wii uh, mote had issues being upside down and it didn't like that motion at all. 
But when I did it with the Joy-Con, it was so much easier, and I was super excited because I remember always having an issue with that. And it comes into play later in the game where you have to stab your sword in the ground to go into the Silent Realms. So I'm interested to see if you will are still going to struggle with it or if it's just this one happenstance kind of fluke thing. I think that I'll probably be playing in button mode uh, button only mode predominantly if if I have to be honest mm. for the rest of the game mm. and it's not because I don't like motion control that you know I, we'll talk about this when we get there actually but um, I do want to talk about something that you brought up which is the camera and the camera is kind of like a double-edged sword in this game because gloriously when you play in, uh, in with motion controls you have this incredible camera assigned to your right joystick, and it's awesome. It's awesome. Like, this is the way that, uh, you know, unfortunately, dual dual analog camera controls weren't really as popular with Nintendo back in uh, 2011, but, you know, luckily they've got on that bandwagon since then, but this just feels like the way that it absolutely should be. So it's very nice to, uh, to have that control. Um... Yeah, I actually like the camera a lot, too. Uh, my problem with the camera, and maybe I just didn't play enough in button-only mode um, because I hated it, so I didn't play that long in it, uh, is that I couldn't figure out how to do the camera in button-only mode, and maybe that's one of the reasons I gave up too quickly uh, with it. So I, I appreciate the camera for sure when I'm in uh, you know regular motion uh, control mode, and it's definitely very freeing. I get to kind of look around and uh, scope things out a little bit more, which is super nice. Um, but yeah, I, I, I couldn't figure it out in button-only mode. Um, well, well, yeah, you know, let's just let's just transition and talk about button-only mode right now, um, because I unless you have anything else that you want to add to motion controls and like how they function, any final thoughts on them? Not so far. There might be something that pops up later as we're talking. Okay. Well, let's just talk about button-only controls right now, because I, I think that especially... I, I think that if you started this game in button-only uh, controls, this wouldn't have been as big of a deal. However, I played three hours of Skyward Sword HD, and I was I was just hammering away at that right joystick. I was moving my camera 360, 1080, whatever, right? I'm, I'm going all over the place with that thing. And that functionality does not exist in button-only mode. It just doesn't. Oh, okay. And that that's why you couldn't figure it out. It's not there. I just thought I was dumb. <laughs> no. Well, and and I understand why it's not there, because you had to use that joystick for the sword. But it is it's tough kinda getting around that. And like I mean, this is how the game was originally played, right? Like it's not like you had control of the camera back in the Wii, like with a joystick like that. You you basically did what you did with every 3D Zelda game at that point, and you pressed L or, I believe, Z on your Wiimote, and the camera would center behind you. That was the tradition started with Ocarina of Time. I have no problems using that playing Ocarina of Time, but going to that system after having control of the camera, that's what I meant when it's a double-edged sword. It's great that it's there, but if you want to play in button-only mode, it's like, oh, man, I got to give up control of the camera, which is incredibly unfortunate but i mean what do you do like there's there's only so many joysticks on the controller right yeah i guess that's understandable i totally just i wasn't feeling there was other things about the button only that i wasn't digging but that was a bigger one where i was like 
used to by that point using the camera a little bit more and at this point for the life of me i can't really recall exactly how the camera worked in the wii version even though i just recently played it um but it just it 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 was so weird going from four hours of motion control and having that camera option and then not being able to figure it out button only yeah it uh i mean i think that's far and away my biggest uh, you know i i hesitate to use the word criticism because like i i don't know how they could have done that and i feel like that was a sacrifice that you have to make in in order to get button only mode to exist at all so like it's, it's not a criticism that it's not there. It's unfortunate that it's not there and that there couldn't be a way to to do that. But I, I just, I don't know how you would. I, I really don't. Because mm-hmm. imagine even if you had, like, an extra... Imagine you just had an extra joystick. Like, you've got, you know, you're moving around with, with, your, with your thumb on the right and then your thumb on the left and then you got to switch down to the your sword. It would have been kind of a mess, but... You know, it, it, I understand why it's not there, but it's unfortunate, especially if you um, are used to, you know, the button or the camera in Skyward Sword HD if you're playing motion controls. And especially if you've never played, like, let's say that Breath of the Wild was your first Zelda game. Ooh. It's probably tough coming to Skyward Sword HD and playing in button-only mode and not having that camera. Maybe we're overthinking it, but... I, I think that that's the biggest drawback to button-only mode, for sure. Yeah, I understand that. Um, As far as, like, my other... Well, I don't want to say criticisms. Just It's just... it. I think it's just unnatural to me to play in button-only mode. And maybe that's just, I don't know, me being... Uh, I don't know, just, a, like... A stickler for motion yeah, controls. Yeah, like, I just... I, I've played Skyward Sword so much and for so long in motion controls with the giant freaking Wiimote. It feels giant now compared to the Joy-Con. Um, and the nunchuck that I I just, when I started playing in button mode, because I only did button mode because I wanted to have something to say about it for the show. Right. When I started, I was just like, I don't like this. It's not the same for me. And that's not to say that it's bad, and I actually really appreciate that it's an option, especially for people who have mobility issues and wanted this like i'm super excited for the people that wanted this and get to use it it's not bad by any means it just doesn't feel natural to me as somebody who primarily played this game with motion controls so i hate i i i said i hated it but that's too strong word i just didn't care for it and i will primarily play in motion controls well i i think that's fair if i had a um I don't know, a critique maybe? Maybe this isn't fair or right either because the game does offer you, like, I I can't believe I'm going to say this, but it would have almost been nice to have, like, a little tutorial on how button-only worked because, like, you you can go and look for the information. You can go to, um, to, like, the help section or whatever, but, dude, I was running around and I was like, how the hell do I, like, deflect Deku Nuts from Octoroks? <laughs> like, I have no idea, and I got one heart left. Like, I better figure this out. So I I went and eventually, like, went into the help thing and then uh, basically pulled up the, the controller layout and, like, what button did what. And, like, that was nice. And, like, I, I think that they make really clever use of all the, the buttons and stuff like that. Like, when you've got your sword drawn, how, like, the... Uh, you know, and that works really well, actually, too, while we're talking about that. I feel like I feel like it's very responsive, mm-hmm. um, very responsive. I was fighting Girahim. I had a little bit of trouble, but, like, 
for the most part, like if I wanted to diagonal slash, like it was very responsive and very fast. Um, so I, I actually really liked how the sword play worked, but yeah, they, they get a lot of leeway and a lot of leverage out of like, you know, how they, how they use the other, um, like you, you push in on all the buttons to like deflect mm-hmm. and, you know, thrust your shield out and stuff like that. I think that they, they really made do with, um, like they made really good use of all the different control and button options on the joy cons. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I, when I was messing around with it, I did like that. Like the, the general thrust forward movement was just pushing down on the right analog stick, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool because like, um, you know, I, I never thought that that was actually going to be a button and it totally is. Um, as far as like a tutorial, I, I always skip the sword, uh, tutorial at the beginning, but, um, I wonder if, what's his name Argus or something like that if he teaches you with button only mode because he teaches you with motion controls so I imagine that he has right. a tutorial for button only mode so uh, yeah I'm sure he probably does yeah, yeah normally people skip that I loved how in the quality of life trailers that they were showing they were like you could totally skip the tutorial and like you could always skip the tutorial <laughs> like, you know you didn't always have to take the sword tutorial before so I thought that was kind of funny um I will say that uh, for the most part, I think everything is super responsive, but I do have a little bit of trouble pulling off a spin attack in button-only mode. Oh, um, okay. And conversely, sometimes I have a little bit of trouble doing the like the finishing blow or the killing blow. Um, not not always, actually. I, I'd say that like for me, I can usually pull off like the vertical uh, spin attack. The the side to side one is a little bit harder for me to pull off in. Uh, in button only mode but it was like super easy in motion controls so that's the only real thing that i noticed that was um, a little bit unresponsive but i I mean i think that you know for the for the most part i i'd have to say that like man what they did with button only can can really only be considered like a triumph like everything translates over i feel like really well yeah like i said i'm super excited that that's an option for the longest time i didn't think it would be um, you know, we always crack jokes about AJ Alnuma saying, I don't think that's possible. That's not the point of the game. You know, we would never do that. And then they did. So, and I'm glad that they did. I think it's really cool, especially for players that, you know, they hated the motion controls, but now they're giving the game an actual chance, um, with the button. Right. Um, I do have like a couple last minute, like button, like the decisions they made for what the button actions do. I have... Some I, I think some of them are weird. For example, and I don't know if this is in both button uh, controls or motion, but this is what I thought in motion at least. Um, to dash on your bird is the X button instead of the A button, and I think that is so weird. It, <laughs> it was very odd. I, I also think it's really weird that the calibrate button is the Y button, and it's, I maybe it's the muscle memory that I had on the Wiimote, but it just felt so odd to have those be the the ones they decided to do those actions and another one would be the item to grab because before it was like the b trigger button or whatever that you would uh choose a lot of your stuff or you would get out of your items or whatever but now you have to like kind of toggle between r and uh uh rx or x zr whatever it is and one of them is for like your 
shield and bottles and the others for your item. And so I keep getting those mixed up and I'm going to pull out my slingshot, but instead I pull out my bottle and I'm like, this isn't going to do anything. <laughs> so I feel like some of the decisions they made for what the buttons do were kind of weird and I couldn't figure out how to, how to switch the button controls. I don't know if there's a way to be like, Hey, I want, the, I, I don't think I so. want dash to be a instead of X. Um, I don't think so either. I, I tried looking, but so I thought that was kind of weird and maybe it's just because I'm used to certain buttons from the Wiimote. We'll see how I do with that in the future. I've only played four hours. So, I mean, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure there's a learning curve. I'll, I'll work backwards to kind of address uh, some of the things that you said there. Um, I think actually I was going to bring up how much better I think flying is in both motion mm -hmm. controls, but like, specifically button only controls i think that flying is like way way better with button only controls that was like one of my least favorite things to do actually in skyward sword like for the wii was fly the loft wing because i i always felt like i just like never i didn't enjoy like the motion and whatever I, I just didn't like it and in button only you just literally press a and you flap and it's like god this is this is so nice like just to be able to press a you're flapping away and i think that they probably made x the dash button because of you know in button only mode you have a which is your you flap your wings so at least that button was consistent whether you were playing motion or button only mm -hmm. um with the calibrate button i actually don't mind the y button choice at all because it's not a button that you use very often so like there's no like for me there's no like confusing it with anything else you know what i mean like i'm like okay well if i if i have to if I have to calibrate, I need to press Y, which to your point, I think that if it was like another button that's close to something else that you use, like with the adventure pouch and with the item bag, that's something that I think you could confuse uh, a little bit more, which I've done as well. But actually, I, I confuse it in the way of like, I um, I tap it sometimes instead of hold it to bring up the wheel. And then I pull out an item that I don't want. And then when I go to, to put it away, I end up taking out my sword and I'm just like, ah, God damn it. And then <laughs> I, I have to tap it or hold it again to get the wheel up. So sometimes that's taken me um, a couple go arounds, but I think that is also a little bit of like muscle memory kicking in. Cause I'm starting to get much better at it now, but yeah. definitely at the first little bit, I, I could definitely see what you're talking about. Yeah. And you know, I feel like the more, the, the older Zelda gets, the more buttons we have to press. Because, I mean, the amount of buttons you have to press in Breath of the Wild is just ridiculous. But, like, you get used to it. So maybe this is just... These are just complaints because I'm not too used to it. Um, for what you were saying about the Y button being the calibrate button, I guess I'm used to it uh, being the 2 button, which is all the way down at the bottom of the Wiimote. So I'm over here, like, trying to reach beyond the Joy-Cons, like, extent the tiny little Joy-Con. And I'm like, oh, my Calibrate button isn't down there anymore. It's up here at Y. So I guess that's why yeah. I thought it was weird. Well, I thought it was way more convenient, actually, because, like, when it you're... It is. It's just like, weird. Two is, like, the last button on that thing. It's, like, <laughs> it's like in the, the bottom of the world. And, like, you got to go all the way down. You're, you got to take a taxi to get there with your thumb. <laughs> so I, I like the Y. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so you're a fan of the motion controls over the button-only controls. Yeah. I I love motion controls, but I, I'm really appreciating the button-only controls. You know, I've been playing a lot in uh, in handheld mode. You know, like I said at the top of the show, man, I got this crazy puppy, and I basically watch him all day. And when he crashes at night, I'm like, now's my chance to play Skyward Sword or play the Switch. But 
you don't want to do it and make a whole lot of noise, so I got to take it upstairs to bed. So I'm just like playing in my bed, and it, it just it's super nice to be able to play Skyward Sword up there and like have it control yeah. in such a great way. It, it's certainly not without its you know problems or hiccups, I guess you could say, but I I think that you know for a game that was just so heavily integrated into motion controls, like they did a really good job making it accessible. Um, you know, to people that don't want to do that. So I, I, I think that it's, like, a big success. A big success. Yeah, that and the Switch Lite people, you know? That was, that yeah. was a big deal, too, for the Switch Lite peeps. So, yes, I agree. Yeah. I think it's a success. Is it my cup of tea? No. But it's definitely, you know, it's a tea that everybody's starting to drink now, which I'm super excited about. <laughs> well, there we go. All right, do we have anything else that we want to talk about with the controls, or, or should we kind of move along and talk about some of the other things that, uh, you know, we want to talk about and that I've noticed? Yeah, let's move along. I think we've beaten the controls to death. <laughs> All right, so we're, we'll just go rapid fire here in between a few points that I made. You can throw in any points that you got, Al. Uh, I'm going to start off with one that I, I saw... Our good friend, Catherine, who, by the way, is probably practicing to beat my Skyward Sword time. But uh, <laughs> Catherine was complaining about the text of this game being too small. And I was like, oh my god, it so is. Like, So my my setup in my basement, there's like, I'm looking over right now. There's like uh, a good 12 feet between my couch and my TV. And I don't have the biggest TV in the world. So I'm like squinting. I'm like, what the hell are they saying? And then when Fee talks, she's got all that stuff in the background, and I'm really squinting, and I'm like, God, I wish I could just make the text bigger. And I feel like like this is a problem in so many different video games, and I hope that they patch this and, and make it like bigger for blind people like me, because I got, I got like awful eyesight, so I wear contacts. But even with my contacts, I felt like Mr. Magoo trying to read this thing. I'm like, I think I know what she's saying, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, um, that was one of the first things. That Did you I, feel that way at all? Uh, yeah, it was like one of the first things I noticed as far as like, especially um, when you have your first option to like choose, you know, t uh, like a, a, a dialogue option or whatever. I was just like, those are a lot smaller than I remember them being. So, which is odd because you kind of, you point at them or, you, I mean, you could use the directional uh, analog stick to get to them. But normally, if you're using motion controls, you point at them and they're so much smaller than normal. So I did notice that specifically. And then I, and then I kind of realized that everything else was small too. I don't know why they did that. I'm, uh, I really am not sure why that was a decision that they made. Maybe uh. it's because there's a chance that you're playing handheld, like on the switch screen versus your TV screen, so they didn't want it to be ginormous on the Switch screen? Yeah, maybe. That, that could definitely be it. And to be fair, I've been playing mostly in, but only in, like, handheld modes. Like, it certainly isn't a problem when you're doing that. But, yeah, I was sitting on my couch, and I was like, I was like, God, I need some binoculars here. Like, what is going on? Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I... I I hope that that maybe gets fixed down the road. Um, I have something that I want to talk about, and I feel like I might go on a little bit of a tangent oh, here, man. Al. But all right, so I, Let's for the last it. ten years, for the last ten years, I've heard people say that Skyward Sword's intro is too long and it's a slog, 
and it takes forever to get to the adventure, whatever. I'm here to tell you that that is so not true. I was in Farron Woods within like an hour. And the stuff that you do at the beginning of the game is fun. You meet Zelda, you meet Groose, you have this like awesome island that you're on, you you fly your Loftwing, you have this wicked romantic scene with Zelda and Link, there's a big tornado, like there's cool stuff going on. And I saw somebody say, Andy, this intro is the worst in the series. And I said, what about Twilight Princess? And they're like, oh, that's a great intro. It's no, Skyward Sword is way worse. And I'm thinking to myself, you've got to be kidding me. What planet are you from? Like, in, in Twilight Princess, you have, like, three hours of, of stuff to do before you get to your first dungeon. you got to go to the Twilight Realm. you got to collect. you got to herd goats. It's like, we, we beat it up to death. It's, oh, my God. I, I can't even believe. I can't even believe that people, like compare the two at all at all the intro of skyward sword was like exactly the right length it yes you don't get to the first dungeon for a little bit but you get to the first area of the game and the areas in this game are kind of like their own little mini puzzles so you're really in the thick of the action within like an hour whereas in other games you're hurting goats for the second time after the first hour. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so I I don't want to hear anybody say that the intro to this game is a slog. Maybe in the Wii version, uh, Fee, you know, talk to you a little bit more. But I, I feel like in this game, I, I was just like, I was going from one thing to the other to the other. And like everything was moving along nice and, and fluidly. Um, what I will say about that is, uh, <laughs> I do think that Skyward Sword's intro is a little bit long. I, I would agree to that extent. Um, I, for me, it took two hours because I was actually exploring and doing everything that I don't normally do because I speed run the game. So I was reading all the dialogue and I was also texting my mom because she was texting me at the time. <laughs> so I got distracted, but even with distractions, it only took me two hours. So... I, I feel like if you're paying attention, if you're doing all the cutscenes, if you're doing all the little extra stuff, um, if you're doing the sword tutorial, it's it's probably a good solid two hours long, you know. Uh, but you there's a lot of improvement I feel in this HD version, which is super cool. So the fast text, you if you don't want to listen to anybody, you can skip the cutscenes for one thing in regular mode, which is super awesome because you couldn't do that on the Wii, and it was a pain in the butt. You would have to play in hero mode to do that. Um, but also, if you're not in a cutscene, at least this is what I've seen so far, if you're not in a cutscene and the text isn't very important, you can like just beep, 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 skip through most of it. It's it's great. Mm -hmm. It's so fast. So if you really don't want to listen to Fi, don't listen to her. You just you press the button like twice, and she's done talking. Which is also super cool for uh, from a speedrunning standpoint. A couple other things that they got rid of is there used to be a Sheikah like stone that popped up once you got the sword, and it was really obnoxious because it stopped you in your tracks and made you talk to it, and it was stupid. <laughs> I have very strong feelings about this stupid Sheikah stone. They got rid of that completely, which was super exciting. Um, and then, like I said, they let you skip cutscenes. So if you're, like, a speedrunner going through this, you're going to get done in 15 minutes. Like, that that's how fast that intro actually is if you're not going through all that crap. 
So it depends on how you want to play. If you're going to be a casual player and you want to know the story, it's going to take you a little bit longer. But you could get done in 15 minutes easily. I, I think if you are casually playing, two hours is a stretch to get off Skyloft and into to Farron Woods. I think that's a stretch. I think that's too long. Well, I think it just depends if you're a new player or not. Like, for me, I was going around talking to everybody and just goofing off and... So maybe that was just my sure, style but of playing. Like if, if you just want if you just want to progress the story and you want to go into Farron Woods and like you want to get your stuff right away, uh, it 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 doesn't take you two hours to get there. Like you you can be there within an hour. Yeah, fair enough. I'm just saying I'm I'm sick of people saying that. People have been saying that for ten years. Yeah, it it you know it was a little bit longer on the Wii, but even on the Wii, it it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. <laughs> But the the fast text option sure is nice. It I'll is, give you that. It is That's great. super cool. I've been really enjoying that. I'm just like, cool, done listening to Five for now. <laughs> Put her away. <laughs> you know, I meant to, uh, I actually got kind of carried away with the fast text option because I was looking out for that specific line of dialogue where Zelda's dad says something along the lines of like, this is our 25th uh, oh. year doing the Night Academy thing. Yeah, they say um, that. Is that line still in yes. there? Yeah, it's out long. Did they did they update it? Nope, it's still twenty fifth. Yep, I spent a half. I spent a good second looking at that, being like, "Huh, they still say twenty fifth anniversary." So they that's so lame. They didn't change that. Uh, that's lame. Uh, yeah, that's lame. All right, let's talk about. Uh, I I've been putting over Skyward Sword here, but I do have some criticisms. So let's talk about them right now, Allison. Okay. Uh, first of all, here's a criticism for you, Best Buy. I pre-ordered, let me correct myself, I have a criticism for Amazon. I pre-ordered my Zelda Loftwing Amiibo from Amazon the day that it was announced. I got my pre-order, and this this company, the biggest company in the world, can't even get my order here on time. I got it literally 30 minutes before we sat down to record today. So I have not, I haven't even busted it out, out, out of the packaging yet. The Amiibo looks absolutely gorgeous and fantastic, but... My God, I just, like, I just, I don't know why they didn't put that functionality in the game. It's such a bad move that they, that, that is not included in the game. Because that is an essential part of, you know, movement around in this game. And even if you look at the back of your Skyward Sword HD box, it says, like, now you can move between the sky and the ground seamlessly, dot, 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 with the Zelda Loftwing Amiibo. It's just, like... This was such an easy move to do, and we we were talking about how, and let's just transition right into the second part of this complaint, we were talking about how this could potentially be a moot point if you were able to warp between birdstones, like you're able to warp between shrines and Breath of the Wild, and you can't do that either. Very, it's, it's disappointing because this is something that should have been included in the game, and it's just another piece of outside noise that didn't need to hamper the discussion around skyward sword disappointing yeah i um i also thought it was going to be a a point where they were going to have some kind of fast travel a different kind of fast travel in the game um and that the just because the one with the amiibo is so specific it's like you teleport up to the sky um from your spot and then you could teleport instantly back to that spot so right. I understood, like, I was I was on the side where I was like, this makes sense. It's a good business decision. They're going to have different kind of um, 
fast travel in the game you know if you just get 100 percent. I, I was right there with so you so yeah. is it is disappointing um i i totally get that and i totally understand why people are frustrated but for me re- playing the game again especially in this hd mode where a lot of things are better and faster and smoother i kind of like decided i don't care that there is it isn't fast travel between the bird statues because i i don't know i was actually enjoying myself flying through the sky and where in the past i'm like okay this is so annoying and i don't like um flying to the isle of songs a million times and so i was really hoping from a speedrunning standpoint that there would be the bird statue teleportation um maybe when i start speedrunning this version i'll have that that issue but for now i'm okay with no fast travel um i haven't gotten my amiibo yet i do know that nintendo actually is having issues with shipping so it's not really amazon's fault it's nintendo's fault um blame amazon I blame Amazon. Um, like, stores didn't even get uh, the Amiibo. Stores do not have the Amiibo in stock. Um, they're not going to get them in stock until mid-August. Because so, I went to several stores and asked, and they were like, no, we're not getting them until mid-August. So Nintendo had shipping issues, which is weird, because I ordered mine from Amazon Germany, because it was the only thing that I could get my hands on before scalpers got a hold of it. And it shipped two days right. before. But the problem is it's coming from Germany. So, of course, it's going to be late. <laughs> Do you want to hear a funny story? Yeah, sure, go for it. So, I went to um, EB, which is GameStop for you American folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one the one right by, right beside my office. And I went in there and I, I bought Skyward Sword HD or I pre-bought it or whatever. And so, they called me on, I think, Thursday. And they were just like, hey, like we got your game for you. Um, you have to come get it by Saturday because we're actually shutting down forever oh, on Sunday. Wow. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went over and uh, you know how they have like the little cardboard cutouts to promote games? They had one of Zelda in the Loftwing and it was actually like, they weren't even displaying it. It was just behind the counter. And I was like, can I buy that? And uh, I think this guy working there just wanted to buy it for himself because he gave me this fishy line about like, uh, it actually belongs to the company and like, there are other stores that are still open. I was like, yeah, whatever. Just give me my game. <laughs> no, that's kind of jacked up. But that would have been a cool cutout to have. That would have been awesome. Right? Yeah, for sure. I know. Um, yeah, it's kind of the, the whole Amiibo thing, not being able to get your hands on it day of in stores. I was totally 100% thinking that was going to be a thing. And so it's weird that it's not. However, I did get the Joy-Con day of in the stores. So that was pretty cool because I was really convinced I was going to have to not get it or pay extra right so um you know i i get that the that the travel isn't a big deal to you but i i just feel like we cannot give nintendo a pass here it, it should have been in the game this should have been in the base game and there should have been travel between bird statues there's no reason why there shouldn't have been this would have alleviated a lot of people um a lot of people complain about the pacing and getting from one area to the next. And, you know, I, I I had the discussion about Skyward Sword being a linear game or not over on Twitter. I don't know if you saw any of that, but a lot of people basically said like, you know, it's, it's not that it's any more linear than any other 3d Zelda games. It's just that it's not as good as disguising how linear it is because of the nature of the overworld. And like how you have to drop down in between the, the clouds and stuff. And like, if there was some way to connect, like, Laneru with uh, Elden, and then Elden with Farron, like, 
that that would have alleviated a lot of those pressures i think with people that complain about the pacing and kind of like you know how they don't like the i don't know they feel like it's a, a more linear experience i just feel like if you could warp in between seamlessly that would maybe disguise how kind of segregated everything really is mm -hmm. i don't have a problem with everything being segregated by the way um this is very it's actually funny skyward sword is a very metroid like game because you go to the same area repeatedly you get new skills and uh new abilities which unlock more of the area for you to explore the whole area is like one big puzzle and i love that but some people don't and, and i feel like fast travel would have really alleviated that i think it's a huge miss that this was not included it it would have been easy i think i mean i don't know anything about developing video games but like man if, if you can do like if you can rework the whole game to a button only mode like surely you can make fast travel between bird statues right like yeah I, can... I don't know. I, I think that it, it was uh, it was uh, a layup and they missed it. I can see your point and I can see the point of everybody who's very frustrated by this. I understand where you guys are coming from. 100%. Um, Alright. I have another complaint. Okay. Allison. <laughs> I have another one. Majora's Mask 3D is a excellent remake and uh, it added a much needed feature which was the Bomber's Notebook which helped you keep track of your side quests and schedules and all that stuff. And I'm playing Skyward Sword HD. I'm learning what a gratitude crystal is. And I'm like, man, a bomber's notebook would be really good right now to remember who I need to help and, and whatever, just to keep track of like my progress that I've made on all these different gratitude side quests so far. Um, there is nothing like that, unfortunately. And I think that that would have been really nice to have. And again, would have been something that I feel like would have been an easy thing to do um yeah i guess i can get that uh, uh that's definitely not something i i actually thought about <laughs> i was getting gratitude crystals um maybe it's because i have 100 percented the game before so i remember who needs help and when they need help and what they need so i guess i can understand um the frustration if you haven't done that before and the need for a like a, a quest log and all that kind of stuff especially coming at coming from you know Majora's Mask 3D or simply like Breath of the Wild you have like a log right and when you meet people the log tells you like or keeps track for you what they need or what they want or whatever and then shows you that you completed that quest so yeah I, I, I could see that um, if it was something like you needed to get 250 gratitude crystals yeah, for sure. But you only need 80. And there's not a lot of people on Skyloft. So, I guess I... Um, refresh my memory. Did, did any of, like, the, uh... The Kikui or the, like, the Magma do gratitude quests? Um, people requesting those creatures do. So, like, there's... One of the professors wants a, a plant, a new plant. And so you bring them a Kikui. Spoiler alert. And right. then the, the pumpkin lady the daughter of the lumpy pumpkin dude, <laughs> I'm so good with names, wants help with the pumpkin patch. So you bring her the old magma. Okay. Well, like, I understand that it's not like, um, I don't know. It's it's not like a, a certainly not a game-breaking issue, but it, it is nice to have. It is nice. Like, especially coming yeah. off Majora's Mask, Breath of the Wild, um... You know, and it's just like, it, again, it just feels like something that could have been easy. Yeah. And instead, like, it doesn't even have to be like, 
it doesn't have to be the extent of the bomber's notebook. It could just literally be just like something in Breath of the Wild where it's like a checklist of what you've done so far. It's like, you know, talk to the brother, his sister is missing. Go look for her in the in the southeast corner. And then once you do that, you go, saw what's her face and her loft wing needs mushroom spores. Go back to the brother. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just feel like that could have been an easy thing to do as well. Yeah. So. I hear you. Yeah. I, I don't know. Di- a little bit disappointed with that, but also, I, you know, certainly not not game-breaking stuff. I, I don't want to call it, like, nitpicky, because I, I don't feel like that's nitpicky. I feel like that's, like, things that just should have happened, but they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, f- I kind of wish I was playing this game for the first time, because I feel like I would understand that uh, stance a little bit more. Um, or, in your case, you haven't played it in, a wa- like, a good long while, so... Um, just from my point of view, I think it's fine, but I, I understand what you're saying. It's definitely, it's definitely feeling like a step backwards, but it is like a step backwards game coming from where we have been with the new 3D model of Majora's Mask, Breath of the Wild, etc., etc. Right. You know, uh, like, I guess I just feel like if they can do it with Majora's Mask, why can't they do it with Skyward Sword? Yeah, I get you. So, um... Well, that's, uh, you know what, let's end on a happy note here, because okay. I, you know, we, we did talk about this excessively in the build-up, but man, seeing it in action is, like, so satisfying. Picking up, like, uh, honey amber relics or whatever oh, they are. Yeah. God, that's, it's so nice not to say, like, oh, you've got an amber relic again, this is a little blah blah blah. <laughs> that, like, drove me nuts in Skyward Sword, and that wasn't a, a game-breaking thing either, by any means, but it's like, it's like, God, I've like, I know what this is. Like, I know what it is. You don't have to tell me again. And Skyward Sword was like the only Zelda game that did that. And I don't know why it did, but God, I'm glad that they got rid of that. I am too. We made it a joke on my stream where, um, so I'm 100%ing the game again. And one of my things is that I have to get one of everything at least. Um, not to mention I have to get everything to upgrade the items and the weapons and stuff. So we made it a joke. I'd be like, okay, picking up an amber relic, they tell you what it is, and they put it in your inventory, and I'm like, and then we'll never see it again. And so every time we got something new, we are like, we'll never see it again. Because it's true. Like, you just pick it up now, and you don't ever have to. Even when you save your game and close it out, because that was the problem. If you came back to the game, it acted like you never found an amber relic in your life, even though there's a bazillion on the surface so so yeah it was it was a fun joke and it's definitely it's definitely very nice to not have to deal with that anymore um i still feel like fee is a little bit intrusive with the dialogue um not very much not very much but uh it it's still there but i mean honestly i think i notice it because i'm looking for Uh it like i don't think she interrupts any more than like navi does or tattle did or even the king of red lions did or midna like I don't particularly think that she interrupts more, but I think we're just conditioned to look for it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So there are times where I'm just like, ah, she's talking again. And then I kind of stop and I'm like, well, yeah, but like, so would Navi be telling me how to Z target or something <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Um, one thing I did notice though, as far as like some Fi stuff and some other things is when she's telling you to douse and you don't douse, it'll beep forever, forever in the original version, but it only beeps like once and then it stops and i was so excited because when you're speed running you're not going to waste time to try and douse for zelda you already know where you're going to go look for zelda 
So yeah. I was, uh, I, and it'll be forever. So when I f- first got to the dousing part and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get the beeping. So I'm going to have to douse. It only beeped once. And I was so freaking stoked. Like that's so exciting to not have a million things beeping at you in this game. W- like it does mm-hmm. when you're speed running. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I haven't even used dowsing yet to be honest. Right. I, like I just, I just got the, um, I don't even know what they are. Like the three lock things to, to get into Lanayru mining facility. And I just like, I just wandered around. I had a great time looking for them. I didn't need to douse. So I just kind of did my thing. And, um, yeah, like there, there are still some times where like she pops up kind of suddenly, but I, I think that it is by and large, uh, you know, much better now. I do hope, I think that would be so funny if like, if your Joy-Con battery started to die and she's just <laughs> like, Hey, <laughs> Charge your Joy-Cons. <laughs> no, I haven't gotten there yet. We'll have to see. <laughs> I, I can confirm that she does not say that your Switch is about to die, though, because I was, I was on, like, 4% battery, and she didn't make a peak. Oh, my gosh. Which is kind of, like, it, I mean, it's good, but also, like, part of me would have kind of loved that in a <laughs> sick, perverted way. <laughs> just just for the memes and the jokes. <laughs> um. All right, Al. So, you know, I, I think that... As far as all the changes in Skyward Sword HD, we've we've pretty much covered all of them. We've given our thoughts of what's there, what's not. Um, of course, the actual game, the dungeons, the music, the story, all of that stuff is like A++ tier mm-hmm. to both you and I. Mm-hmm. But I think that there is still some stuff that they left on the table with this uh, HD remaster. Remaster? Or not a remake. Remaster. Yeah, remaster. Um so there's still some stuff that they left on the table. There is a lot of stuff that they did, which is really fantastic. Button-only mode, I feel like, is just absolutely huge. Um, you know, I, I guess we're, we called this episode the review of Skyward Sword HD. If you had to give it a review in the sense of, like, how... First of all, let's let's do it in two parts. First of all, I was arguing with a guy on Twitter today. Is this game worth full price? He didn't think it was, and I was like, all right. So do you think that the changes, everything that they did justifies the price of the game. And just what do you think, what are your final impressions and thoughts of the game overall? Um, I'll start with my final impressions and thoughts. There were a couple things that I was looking for, specifically a few players and I um, for speedrunning, and we were really worried that they would get rid of. And that was early Floria, where you could just hop the fence and basically skip going up the entire tree. You can still do that, which is pretty cool. Obviously, you can't skip all of Ancient Cistern, which I'm totally okay with because I love that dungeon. And um, there's a couple little things like you can't death warp really anymore because of the autosave option. But those were some of the things that I was specifically looking for. And overall, they kind of ruined some of our skips, but some of them are still okay, so that's fine. As far as um, the full price of the game, I went... It was really odd actually i went to walmart 100 percent willing and ready to pay 60 dollars for this game but it was only 50 dollars. so i don't oh, wow. know if, there you go i don't know if that's still a thing if you haven't gotten the game yet maybe try just going in store at walmart i think it's 50 dollars. so there's that that was cool um but i was still willing and ready to pay the full 60 i think that for how long it's been and for how divisive the game is and for how much people or how many people probably gave up playing this game because of the motion controls i 100 percent think that is worth 60 dollars because 
for a good chunk of the Zelda community or just the gaming community in general, this is going to be their first time playing Skyward Sword because they didn't give it a chance before. So I think yeah. it's 100% worth uh, like a new game. You know, you're basically buying a new game. Yep. I got this game for free and then I bought it for full price. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that it absolutely justifies the price. Like they reworked the entire control schematic of the game. I've had all these people out there be like, oh, it's not that hard. I'll take that over some crappy Cave of Ordeals in, uh, in, in me stamps any day of the week. Mm -hmm. it, like, it's not even close. I think that it is, like, entirely justifiable. I'm really loving it so far. I love being able to play it on the go. I, I really think that the button-only controls work well. Yeah, the camera is a drawback, but, you know, the original didn't have a camera either. So, there you go. And that was still one of my favorite games ever. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really loving it so far. And and we'll, you know, we'll we'll touch up on uh, on Skyward Sword again. Um, you know, our final thoughts once we've like ran through the entire game afterwards. Maybe we'll rank the dungeons or just definitively rank it or something like that. But uh, yeah, I'm having a great time so far with it. I'm I'm so happy that you know new people are getting to experience this game. I really am. Me too. One hundred percent. I think my only my only complaint right now is that I <laughs> this game came out right at marathon time, so I haven't had time to actually just sit down and enjoy this game as much as I want to, just because I'm getting ready for the marathon. But other than that, like I I am so excited to just actually sit and casually play Skyward Sword again and have it be so beautiful and not as just. I mean, it, I never really had an issue with the motion controls before, but just something just feels a lot better and smoother and crisper about this version. So I'm super happy with it. I'm really excited that Nintendo decided to uh, remake this game, even though they told us that they weren't. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say remake. Uh, of course they said Yeah, that. remaster. And that they gave the option for button controls. I think that's really cool. As much as Nintendo messed up with the fast travel thing, I think they maybe almost made up for it with the button controls and letting people play regularly. I, I think that if you put the two on a scale, button controls certainly weighs more to the side of good than no fast travel does to the side of bad. I, I think that I can say that definitively for sure. There you go. There um, you go. So yeah, there you go. I'm having a great time with Skyward Sword HD. A uh, couple notes here before we sign off. One, uh, I want to thank my friends over at Nintendo of Canada. They sent me an awesome Skyward Sword HD puzzle. I have um, about seven Zelda puzzles that Sam and I have done framed on my wall. And my goal was to get like one from each game. So I've got like two Ocarina of Time, two Majora's Mask, one Wind Waker, one Link's Awakening. Um, so I was like, I was trying to get any other puzzle I could. So I'm really excited to have Skyward Sword, uh, you know, added to that collection. So uh, I can't wait to show you guys some pictures of that over on Twitter once I'm done. Um, two, Zelda Dungeon Marathon, man. Th uh, three days away by the time that you guys are listening to this. Of course, that is going on for uh, a solid week plus of just Zelda goodness and Zelda content. And it's all for a great cause. So make sure that you are checking it out over on uh, on Zelda Dungeon's Twitch account. Next week, uh, because Allison is not here, we're, we are going to upload a special episode that we did with uh, Allison, myself, Amanda Von Hale, and Alex Trevino from Zelda Universe. We were playing Guess That Zelda Tune. So that was really fun the first time around, and I'm hoping that we'll all have a, a good time with it the second time around. And four, 
Champions cast merchandise. Of course, Zelda Dungeon Etsy shop. Uh, go check it out. You can be the coolest kid on your block in your Champions cast swag and your Moblin Club hoodie and your Talus Gym tank top. So make sure that you head on over there and check that out. Um, Al, anything you want to say before you're gone for a week at the marathon? Uh, not specifically. Go buy Skyward Sword and come hang out with us at the marathon. That's That's all I got. There you go. Roll Tide for that. All right. Well, we are going to get out of here. That is it for this week. Uh, we will see you back here technically next week, but really in two weeks with a brand new episode when Al is back. Um, of course, we'll have guests that Zelda tune for you. And, of course, we want you to head on over to Twitter and give us a follow at Spateri316, at Allison Aletha, and check us out over on Twitch as well. Uh, we've got a little bit sidetracked doing some live podcasts, but we'll be back at it once Al is back. Uh, that is Champions Cast over on Twitch. And uh, you can check us out over on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You know the drill. Like and subscribe. Until next week, everybody. We will see you then. Thank you.